You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. Yes. Happy Friday. Friday fire. We are here. It is. I would consider this the first Friday of the new year because let's be honest, no one did anything on New Year's Day, which was a Friday last week. We worked. (laughs) I mean, we worked, but I'm assuming that most people weren't like gung ho about their healthy lifestyle until Monday. It's the it's the truth. And we're going to tell the truth today because today's Friday. So today's Friday. Tough love. But I'm excited about this one because As we enter into a new chapter of a new year, we really want you to kind of think about, you know, who you are, you know, and think about this podcast that we're going to be, you know, sharing with you today. Like, who am I? Am I person A or am I person B as we go through this? Because we're going to talk about, you know, how you change your life and, you know, the core of you and who you are really as a person. And then we're going to talk about how you change your life in one simple moment. And if you've listened to us for a long time, you've heard me talk about the one decision that I made after yo-yo dieting for years. And after being diagnosed with my second autoimmune condition of Hashimoto's, I made a decision and that decision, like it became how I changed my life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because one of the things we see with people that kind of really holds them back from their true potential and from the happiness they want, the confidence, the desire, the marriage they want, the relationships they want with their kids, their friends, whatever, the business they want, the career is making a commitment hundred percent to it. Like to go all in. We talk about like, there's no toe dipping here, guys. You, you have to go hundred percent in on the thing that you want that will change your life. Because that is what will change your life. If you truly want to feel better, you want to lose the weight, you want to be healthier, you want to be around for your grandkids or be healthier for your kids or whatever that looks like, you can't just tiptoe around it. You can't toe dip. You can't, you know, when you have to get into the cold pool, you just got to jump in. You can't slowly get in bit by bit. You just have to commit. Like, do you kind of commit to stuff? Do you start things and then quit them when they aren't going your way in like the first week, two weeks, month? I'll be honest, Liz and I, Liz and I have had years under our belt of a lot of ups and downs, a lot of points that I'll be honest, like I was starting to make a resume to go back to corporate because I was like, I don't know if I can handle the instability of the income and like all of the hours that we're working, but we were all in. We had to trust the process. You know, we had to believe that what we were going to do was going to work because of our 100% commitment to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I remember it was December of 2019. I went to Arizona um, to the Nutritional Coaching Institute uh, conference and I'm there. I, uh, I had dinner with some of the mind pump guys. We've had Sal on our podcast, you know, I was with Jason Phillips. We've had him on our podcast 
And his whole message was, you know, going all in and like making a decision to leave, you know, all of your fears and to leave this old person that, you know, holds you back, like the imposter syndrome essentially behind, if you ever want to be able to move forward. And, you know, we're going through day one, day two, Becca wasn't able to be there with me and she's texting me. And this is a, a time where, as she mentioned, you know, we were both kind of looking at perhaps this is a hobby, you know, and perhaps this is something that we're going to, you know, maybe continue doing, but the instability was, was real and we weren't charging what we were worth. And we, you know, we weren't making an income that was stable for us to take care of our families. And so it was a decision, uh, in that moment that I was like, we're going all in and we're going to invest in mentors and we're going to invest in the best, you know, coaches to coach us, or we're going to die. Like our business is going to die, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I had no idea how we were going to pay for it. It was (laughs) well over 30 grand that I committed while I was there. And I just kind of told Becca, like, this is our only option, right? There's no other option. There's option A. We don't get to have a backup plan. We don't get to have plan B because we both knew that at our core, what we do in changing people's lives is what we want to be doing. It's what we're passionate about. And we know that we are great coaches. We know that, you know, we can make an impact. We just didn't know how to get there. Right. And that's the thing is like a lot of people, they struggle on their own and they think they're going to figure it out or they buy this course or they buy this plan or they, you know, buy this workout. And they think that's going to be the thing that gets them there, yet they still tread water and they find themselves months or years later still in the same place. And so I made that financial investment. I had no idea how the heck we were going to pay for it. I was like, nope. I was like company credit card and we're going to put it on it and somehow it's going to work out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was like, okay, we have until November before the starts accruing interest. We need to pay it off before then. And we did, you know, we, we completely went in. Obviously the mentor helped us. Jason helped us. He helped us hone in our vision and create a product and create a program that lived out our true beliefs and charge what we felt were wor- we were worth for it. And it was hard at first. It was really hard. It was scary. It was a lot of work. It was, you know, a lot of unknown. And I have a similar, you know, obviously I went through this with Liz, um, but with CrossFit, when I decided that I wanted to start competing, it wasn't just like, Uh, maybe I'll see how it goes. I hired a gymnastics coach. I had a coach that programmed my regular programming for me. I had a nutritional coach. I had a couple sponsors. Like I had people in my corner because I wanted to be the best possible athlete that I could be. And to be totally honest, like my body type is not meant for CrossFit. Um, I'm, I'm relatively athletic. So like that catered for me, but the best CrossFitters out there are like five foot four, five foot five females that are like gymnast history. I'm five, nine. I played soccer and basketball. Like it was not my thing that I should have been good at, but I worked my ass off and I committed for three years. I committed multiple hours a day. I was sleeping eight to 10 hours a night to recover. I didn't go out on the weekends. Like it was rare, maybe once every four to five months I would go out and that developed my binge eating disorder. But It was about my commitment to my goal. And I became one of the best CrossFitters in the world at the time. Like I was in the top 100 in the world after 2014, I think it was 2015. And so what my commitment came of was my goal. I reached the goal to be the best possible CrossFitter that I could be because I went all in. It wasn't like, oh, I'll train Monday through Friday if it works for me. Or, you know, if Saturday and Sunday get busy, I won't, I won't be able to do it. But you guys, you're going to be mad at us for saying this, but 
in reality, we need to start taking responsibility because two years ago, we said that we would make changes. Last year, we said we would make changes. This year, we'll say we'll make changes. And next year, we might say the same thing. And we still find others to blame. But like, instead of that, how about this for 2021? We start going 100% all in. We start being really honest with ourselves because this life we live, the choices we make, they're no one's but ours. So we can't blame others. That's not fair to them. And it's not fair to us. We have to ask ourselves and really tell ourselves the truth. We're either going to do it or we're not. We're either executing or we're not. We're either truly ready to make a change or you're not. But it doesn't matter how many motivational people, personal development people, whoever you're listening to that's putting out messages, like it doesn't matter how many courses you buy or books you read or motivational talks you listen to or quotes that you repost on Instagram. Like it doesn't matter. The truth of the matter is we probably woke up on New Year's Day, which was Friday last week from a hangover or maybe bloated from too much sugar over the holidays and thinking, oh, well, like I'll just start on Monday. And so we just kept eating all the things, you know, fit it in, right? You got to fit it all in before you start your new life. And you want to know how we know this? Because we used to be this. Like Liz and I used to live this. And we aren't pointing the finger. Believe us, like we used to be that. And that is the truth. So here's the thing. Everyone started Monday this week for their New Year's resolution. New year, new me, right? And out of 100 people, maybe three of them make it to Friday. And probably one of them makes it to the end of the year. And sadly, we're living in a culture that awards mediocrity. It demonizes being better. We live in a victim society, guys. I'll be totally honest. When, you know, we look at before and after pictures and instead of saying like, heck yeah, that person changed their life. We're like, I can't do it. It's too hard for me. People don't understand. I don't have the same ability as them. I have a harder life than them. I have it harder, right? We're always the victim. And that's the problem. It's a problem. And that's, that's what we're talking about today is we can't be the victim anymore. We have to stand up and we have to make that decision. Like if you truly want to achieve anything, great. If you want to achieve your goal, you keep saying you want to achieve your goal. Maybe you said it in 2015, 2016, 2017, right? However many years that you've been saying you're serious about this goal, but yet you're not following through. It's because you're not a hundred percent committed. You have to be all in. You have to prioritize you know, doing the things that you need to do to get to that goal. If your goal is to build your business, then maybe you like us need to hire a business coach. Maybe you need to find somebody who's, you know, got a business like the one that you want to have to lead you down that path to get to that goal. That's going to push you. That's going to, you know, challenge you. That's going to make you work hard and actually follow through. Like when we invested that money, it wasn't, even about the money. It was about the commitment that we made to Mm -hmm. ourselves and to our business so that we can better serve other people, right? In the grand scheme of things over the course of life, not to like make it sound like money grows on trees, but over like 30, what was the 30, 35,000? That's kind of like nothing for what we want to grow. And the impact that it had on our business and the impact that it had on us as business owners to push us to be able to be CEOs, to be able to grow a team, to be able to have other coaches underneath us that we can mentor so that we can change more people's lives without it, without that commitment, without that, you know, going all in and that drive, we would be stuck. Right. And we would be settling 
for mediocre. And I don't settle for mediocre. I don't want to live a mediocre life. I want my clients to, you know, level up their life in a way that it just changes their entire life and their self-confidence and their relationships so that they have the marriage that they want, that they have a good relationship, you know, with their friends and that they feel good about how they show up for themselves every day. But that's the hard side of coaching, right? That's where we have to, you know, challenge people. We have to push them. We have to ask them the hard questions, but here's the deal. Without it, we're going to stay stuck. You can't be a toe dipper. If you want to achieve anything great, you can't just be, a, a, you know, dabbling into this diet, dabbling into this workout, dabbling into this, you know, and expecting that you're going to, you know, grow or become a professional. Like think about Michael Jordan, right? He went to the basketball court five days a week. He didn't, he gave up volleyball because he knew that he wanted to be awesome at basketball, right? He wasn't out there trying to play baseball, trying to play soccer, trying to play volleyball. He went all in on basketball and he's the great, right? And that's how you have to think about this for you in your life. And so I'm going to ask you again, like, are you somebody that starts and gives up too soon, right? Do you just kind of commit to stuff? Because if you do, the hard truth is that we're going to stay stuck. And we don't want to see you stay stuck. This is the year that you need to make that commitment and that decision. And then you need to get the people behind you to do it, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your coworker, whether it's an accountability partner or a community online, like you've got to get people behind you to help you on the journey because doing it solo is hard. It's so hard. And that's why people never achieve their dreams without having those coaches and those mentors and those people in their corner to support them. Yeah, absolutely. And I I like think about all the times that we talk to our clients and one of the biggest breakthroughs is they're always like, to be honest, without you, like I probably would have given up by now because we push our clients beyond the limits of what they were able to do on their own. And that is the value of having someone outside of yourself to help you. Like, believe me, the, the knowledge that our mentors have had has been huge and helpful and helped us grow what we wanted to grow. But more than anything, just having them there and someone to answer to and someone to be like, have you gotten this done yet? Did you complete this part of the project yet? Like that is what pushes you to do more than you're ever capable to do on your own. And to be honest, guys, most of us out there aren't going to do that on our own. Like I said, like we have become a society that is okay with mediocrity. Like we're okay with just living the same life over and over again that we're miserable in because everyone around us is probably the same way. Like, I I don't know about you guys. I feel energy sucked out of me when I'm around those people, when I'm around people that just don't want to better themselves, that want to complain, that want to talk about all the things that are wrong in their life and all the things that are holding them back. I want to be around people that are electric, people that light up a room because they have so much passion for what they do and they refuse to accept anything less than amazing for their lives. Like people that constantly want to better themselves, that want to develop themselves, that don't want to just get stuck in the mud for the rest of their lives. Like I'm, you know, guys, Liz and I have worked our asses off for this program, for this company, for our community. And I have grown more than I ever could have imagined as a human throughout all of the struggles that we've gone through. Like, I think the biggest thing is people are afraid to start something new. You're afraid because what, what, what if it doesn't work out? Like, what if, what if it isn't exactly what I want it to be? We wouldn't, you guys, if we were afraid to start something new, 
there are so many amazing things in this world that wouldn't exist because people just stayed comfortable. They stayed comfortable in their miserable lives. And so you cannot be afraid to start something new because that fear is way, way different than the fear and the pain of staying where you are. The pain of staying where you are for the rest of your life and living just unhappy, probably uncomfortable, not confident. Like imagine living that for the next 10, 20, 30 years. You have to be okay with taking that chance. If you truly want change and you talk about wanting change and you, you know, you think about wanting change and you've thought about it for years, but you're refusing to go all in and you've just kind of toe dipped like we talked about, maybe now is the time that you have to go all in. Maybe you try something for the first time in your life and commit fully to it. Like reflect on your life. Have you ever committed fully to something? How did it go? I bet it went pretty well if you truly committed fully to it. Because when you commit everything you have to something, then there's nothing left to give. And you, you're, you're usually pretty happy with the outcome of it, no matter what that is. Yeah. So but we have to understand. You everything you could. Yeah. Like you, you go to bed at night and you know that you did everything that you could to try to make it work. You know, Becca and I listen to a lot of podcasts. We love mentors. We love learning from people who are moons and stars above us. Okay. In business, if that's the right term, I don't know. But a lot of them talk about their struggles and that they struggled for five, six, seven years and their business never started taking off until after that seventh, eighth year right? Most people aren't willing to work that hard as an entrepreneur for that long without taking home pay to make it work. But the people that stick it out and make it work and invest and go all in and, and go to bed at night, knowing that they could have, they, they did everything that they could have done. Those are the ones that succeed, right? Like I, I think about Andy Frisella and his wife, Emily Frisella. We've had Emily on our podcast before. He talks a lot about how many years he didn't take home pay. Mm-hmm. while they were growing first form and he knocked on doors and he went, you know, door to door until they could get a supplement store. And then they got a supplement store and, you know, he spent hours there working, selling supplements for nothing because he had a dream and he had a vision. And, you know, it sucks because we also live in a society that has this instant gratification, right? Amazon prime, boom, it's at your doorstep tomorrow. You don't have to lift the, you got to lift a finger, push a button on your phone and walk to your front door. Like that's the society that we live in. And I think that's why people settle for mediocrity because they've lost the respect of hard work. Yeah. I respect people who, you know, they lose weight the right way because they change their life. And that's what makes it stick. They, they become a new person essentially, right? They be unbecome that person that they were. They take control of their thoughts. They take control of their actions and then they stand firm in their, their self, right. Knowing that they worked hard for this and they go to bed every night, knowing that I did everything I could possibly do today to get to my goal. And so that's how it applies to you. No matter what goal that you have, we have to commit, we have to commit 100% and you just got to go all in. If you, if you want to level up, if you want this year to be your year, stop focusing on the damn scale, like throw that bitch away. That's what I say. Like, You have to stop focusing on these small little metrics that you are putting on a pedestal thinking that that's the only thing that matters. No, what matters is your commitment to yourself. 
and your commitment to making this work and to getting to that goal, no matter what roadblocks you're going to come across, because you're going to come across hundreds of them, if not thousands, even though Becca and I have had great coaches, great mentors, you know, the experts and the best of the best, we've still struggled. You know, we've learned so much through those struggles, Yeah, but we didn't start growing. I would even say like personally, or, you know, in business as bosses and as business owners, as much until we had those people who called us on our BS, who gave us massive goals. Like we used to get mm-hmm. off those calls with Jason and look at each other and be like, holy cap, how are we going to get all this done? We got yeah. six days or four days, whatever his deadline was. Cause he, he wasn't wasting time. He's yeah. like, you hired me to help you. It's go time. Like, I don't care if you're working all weekend. I don't care if you're pulling late nights, if you're up all night and guess what? It's been worth it so far. We're not done. Absolutely. Right. We're going all in this year and a year from now, we're going to be in a totally different place, but it's because of that commitment. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys, I think the other thing to note too, is like people that have had massive transformations, like 50 pounds lost, a hundred pounds lost, like huge, you know, health turnarounds. They don't happen overnight. Like Liz and I have worked with these people before those take years to accomplish. They take ups and downs. They take figuring out your body. They take, you know, honestly, screwing up a lot of times and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And so I know a lot of times when people decide on a diet that they're going to follow or sign up for a program, they expected it to work in that amount of time of the program or, you know, in the 30 days or the 60 days or the 90 days, changing your life is a process. It is a journey that is never ending. I have been on my health journey for probably eight years, eight to nine years. Since I graduated college and finally decided that like I didn't want to be the chubby athlete anymore and decided to finally take back control of my life, I have been not nonstop learning what is right for my body, what amounts of food work for my body, what balance of food, what types of foods, what balance do I want in my life? And that's changed throughout my life. But along all of these different times, along all those years, I have still worked to keep health at the forefront and developing myself and my body's abilities at the forefront. Like this is not a 30 day journey. This is a life journey and you have to commit to that life. And when you make the commitment to change your life, everything else changes, everything around it, everything else gets better. Relationships get better. Stress gets better. Like a lot. We talk about this all the time. We work with clients a ton around mindset, stress management, what they have going on in their life, what isn't serving them in their life anymore. It's a transformation process. Like you are transforming not only your body, but everything around you, your relationships, your, you know, what things you keep in your life, what things you let go of. You have to understand that this is not just one phase. Like this is a thing that you are probably going to be learning about forever, which is amazing because that means you can just keep getting better. But to start that journey, you have to be willing to go all in. You have to be willing to commit a hundred percent. There can no be turning. There can be no turning back. There's a story that actually Liz and I both listened to um, with the podcast. There was a um, there was a fleet of military back in the day when they had wooden ships, and you know the leader of that military at the time had all of his men, you know, on these ships heading into battle in uh, in an area, and they seemed all kind of you know unsure and hesitant. You know, they were leaving their families, and when they got to the new land the leader told them to burn their ships. 
he said, turn around and burn the ships. And the, you know, the fleet was like, well, then how will we retreat? How will we, you know, flee away? And he said, there's no turning back. Burn the ships. We're either going to win this or we're going to die trying. Again, I know it's a little intense, but you have to think that way. There's no turning back. You have to let go of those safety nets behind you and you have to just commit 100%. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.